Yeah, perfect. So I should have the YouTube channel.
Oh, we're good? Yeah, you're good. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, we're good. <laughs> well, this is It Had to Be Said with Venus, Chris, and my guest, Chad, for tonight. Tonight, yeah. we're touching all... You were touching all about penis. <laughs> She's touching penis. We'll just talk about it. <laughs> yeah, they just got in their mouths. <laughs> Chad's really quiet. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's, he's got penis in his mouth. I mean... <laughs> With, without, without further ado, let's just make it abundantly clear. This is not a show for kids tonight, guys. Uh... If you're under the age of 17, I highly suggest you, like, go read a uh, Barney comic or something. <laughs> this is not for it's you. It's for educational purposes. <laughs> <laughs> it will be graphic, but, I mean, it's not really. It's a body part. <laughs> Either Pow- we have it or we don't, okay? Pow- a PowerPoint uh, presentation directly after the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you can find some pictures to add as we go. Don't tempt me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> and there's there's uh, Realm of the Mist taken off of YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, shit happens. That's it. You can't handle the dick. Get off of it. <laughs> That's kind of worth to live by, isn't it? It is, you know, this is so graphic already, and it's making me giggle, like just to show my maturity level towards this. Right, we're gonna we're gonna have a mature conversation about penis. <laughs> oh. Right, you can't have a mature conversation about penis. <laughs> What's the medical term for penis, anyways? Tallywhacker. Actually, isn't penis isn't penis the actual term for it? Of course, yeah. Or did they have to like? Degraphic it and called the male genitalia. As far as I know, it's always been penis is the is the scientific term for the body part or appendage, as it were. Uh, but of course, it's got organ. of course it's got plenty of cute little nicknames: cock, boner, uh, tallywhacker, wedding tackle, twig and berries. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of half of those. <laughs> really, the wonderful one-eyed worm. The heat, oh seeking, the heat seeking moisture missile, the throbbing oh, the python pecker. of love, the pecker. The pecker is the one that's the biggest turnoff. <laughs> the spitting trouser snake. <laughs> oh, <Lord>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, yeah, so into this. Male circumcision. So today I got a huge blast on Facebook for sharing a post about male circumcision because it violates. Um, the man, a man's right to his whole body, and you don't have his consent to do it when you do when you give him a circumcision as a child. Yeah, well, that's that's the argument. I mean, uh, they say allow the child to you know decide their sex and call them babies, but yet you're going to circumcise them. There's there's a real problem with that, and there's a lot of. Uh, talk that it's basically what it is is trauma-based mind control of the male baby at such a young age well you know, no go, go ahead good i'm sorry good I, I don't want to interrupt go ahead <laughs> yeah well trauma-based mind control is a uh, is part of this i believe and also it has to do with the occultism behind blood uh because don't forget uh the priest will actually go down on the child and suck the blood from the bleeding penis. The uh. rabbi, yeah. 
I mean, if you didn't know that, that's a fact. Right, but that, when, when we're talking about circumcisions on most babies, we're talking about it being done at a hospital, usually not by a priest or rabbi, uh, which if, if memory don't serves... Don't let priests touch your children. Just don't let priests touch your children at all. <laughs> most Catholics will tell you that. Um, but you know, quite, quite honestly, I mean, when you think about it, it's usually done by a medical professional. And it's usually du- done, like with my son, it was done directly after birth. You know, yeah. um... Right. Now, the, the question I was going to ask Chad was uh, two, two quick questions. One, are you circumcised? Because obviously I haven't seen. Oh, oh, God, no. Yeah, I didn't need it. Uh, that was the story there. And uh, I don't even know if there's any valid medical reason to do this to males. Uh, the excuse is, well, this- we, we had, a, we had a, uh, a technical difficulty. Yeah, fucking Bell. Don't ever get Bell Internet. Just don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, you, uh, Chad. Chad left off as he wasn't sure if there was a medical reasoning for it, uh, and then that's when we lost everything. So, <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, the medical community will tell you that the the reason behind it is to prevent infection from developing. Uh, you know, because the area with the skin on it receives no oxygen and allows for growth of bacteria and whatnot. But I, I find that a very weak argument. Well, I mean, it's a legitimate argument if people aren't given proper care to 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 that sentiment, uh, but but or, or to that particular area. Like like if you're going to leave the the foreskin there where it completely covers the head of the penis, and then you're you know urinating through through that that flap of skin. Not so much when you're having sexual intercourse, because most times when when the you know penis gets hard, the head kind of pokes out like a turtle coming from its shell, you know. <laughs> but but you know when when in flaccid mode, it's completely covered. If you don't clean that area out, yeah, I, you, obviously you can get an infection from it. But I, you know it's no different than like say for the sake of argument, like cleaning out your belly button. But the the fact the fact of the matter is is that I'm circumcised. I was circumcised at birth. I have no memory of the procedure. It didn't traumatize me in any way, shape, or form. And quite honestly, until I was an adult and discovered porn, well, a teenager and discovered porn, I didn't know there was supposed to be foreskin there. How is this traumatizing to anybody outside of what I believe is like, you know, brain-dead feminists who were just finding something to bitch about because their bodies don't have to be, quote-unquote, mutilated at birth. I think it's more men that are complaining about it, but these are like grown ass men that had a cow over it. And it's like, look, you get it done when your baby's a baby. Uh, You don't need to have it done. Like, you definitely don't need to have it done. I was terrified of my baby's foreskin, okay? And like, I was his mom and I had to like take care of that stuff and nobody gave me directions. And I'm here thinking, great, I got to clean his penis. And I'm like, what the fuck do I do with this thing? I've never seen, like, I've, I've seen, like, uncircumcised penises, like, obviously, but I've never had to actually clean it or anything. And so, so this guy's telling me that I have to pull back his foreskin and clean it. And it's like, it's not going back. And it's freaking me the hell out, right? And I was like, you know what? I've just had it. I'm just getting him circumcised. It's a lot easier to take care of. And I find out that, like, as babies, when they're not using their penis and stuff, it, it doesn't matter because they don't really get infection in there. It's kind of self-cleaning until they get a bit older and then they learn how to do it themselves pretty much is the time that they need to start cleaning it. 
Well, the only the only thing that was like uncomfortable or traumatizing to to the circumcision of like my youngest son was on my end because you know you have to treat the 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 area that was that was clipped. You know, you have to put a, a, a special like ointment cream on it and stuff like that. And I used you know I used a Q tip because I didn't really want to touch my kid's penis. But I mean. <laughs> That was the most traumatizing part about it was just, you know, the, the care of it. And that was on me and his mother, not him. He didn't care one way or another. He smiled and laughed through the whole thing. You know, so I'm, so I'm, I'm really losing. Like, it seems like the dumbest thing in the world to bitch about. I don't feel like a full man because you took away an eighth of an inch of skin off my penis. Are you missing that length? Like what? What? What's the argument here? You, your your yeah, penis is it... your penis is cleaner and easier to take care of. Problem solved. What are we? What are we bitching about? <laughs> like I, I'm missing the point. Somebody, somebody <laughs> help me with this. <laughs> because it violates your rights to a complete body. Well, okay, except my kids' toenails, which are completely useless too. Like the foreskin doesn't really serve much of a purpose and i mean it doesn't really it's not doesn't really cause many problems like why can't parents just decide i want my son to get circumcised like i'm a woman okay like i know women prefer circumcision circumcised penises to uncircumcised penises there, there so, are some that, that actually like the circumcised but more often than not the, the the consensus at least that i know of is that they prefer them circumcised yeah yeah so why wouldn't i do my baby a favor later on in life and be like, okay, look, you're going to have a small one anyways. I could at least do this for you. <laughs> Damn. I hope your son never <laughs> listens to this podcast. You're going to have a small one. anyways. Uh, Thanks mom. <laughs> uh, well, it's hereditary, isn't it? Like the size of your penis. Like <laughs> God, I hope not. Well, <laughs> I don't know. My my oldest and my youngest are hung like horses. So uh, proof that they're the mailman's. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I've I've it, seen babies with bigger ones, and I'm like, oh god, you're not that fortunate in life. Okay, so considering that there is a preference, yes, yes, I'll, I'll do this favor and I'll do myself this favor and get it over with. And you know what? You won't have that problem later on in life. Not, like, not every man does, but, I mean, if you have to go through it, like, I, at our, your ages, I mean, like, yeah, wouldn't that be traumatizing? Well, if Should that ever happen? Yeah, that, well, that was something I said to you on, on Facebook when you first presented this to me. I'm like, I could see if, you know, like, a toddler or a teenager or an adult decided to go get circumcised. That it being tra- a traumatizing experience or, or whatever the case. We're talking about children. And again, like I, I'm, I'm missing the point here. And maybe it's maybe it's my upbringing. Chad, correct me if I'm wrong here. But in my upbringing, what child has rights? Like you have a right to live, you have a right to eat, sleep, have a roof over your head, clothes on your back. But until you're an adult, your parents make your decisions, not you. We're giving well, too much power to children and infants, no less. Right, but on the flip side of that, the argument now is uh, allow your children to choose their gender, you know, because the, the argument is consent. It has turned to consent. So essentially, I think what there's, what my position is, is not receiving consent from the child to undergo this process, this procedure. And uh, again, on trauma-based mind control, uh, you would not remember it 
if uh, the mind control was successful, because those that are under mind control don't know they are. Ooh. How deep does this rabbit hole go? Well, yeah, because it raises a good point. Well, <laughs> if, you, if you go under mind control and you have no idea you're under mind control, how do you know you're under mind control? You've been successfully mind controlled at that point. <laughs> well, they, yeah, but- they do freeze it and stuff. Like, I, like, when I got my sons done, like, they stuck a needle in his belly, and it, they said that it was to freeze the nerve in his penis, and he didn't even make a sound when he got his done. Well, I mean, yes. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't present when they circumcised my youngest. Um, they just, you know, brought him to me and he was done. So I have really no idea how the how the the, the procedure went. But I mean, he wasn't fussy or screaming or, you know, like I would be if I got a, a little razor nick down there, whether off like you know, at, like I said, an eighth of an inch of skin cut off. Oh God! I I one time got. <clears throat> stuck in my my jeans zipper uh when i was younger like i wasn't wearing any panties because i (laughs) i thought like anyways beyond that point i got i got got snipped in the zipper and you know what that fucking hurt like hell but if that was frozen i probably wouldn't have noticed a damn thing i get a tooth pulled and it's frozen no you know i might hear the little like click 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 or you know getting like a cavity drilled and it's like this is in your ear the entire time and that's what drives you fucking psychotic but it's numb you don't feel it like my son wasn't shaking at all he wasn't upset he he was actually he was a few weeks old when he got his done and he didn't seem bothered whatsoever like not at all well see that again it also brings up another point like uh like what chad said earlier um that it, it, you know it's traumatizing or whatever the case may be we're talking about infants and babies and and really this this is the straw that breaks the camel's back i mean we have grown people voluntarily having their penises cut in half and flipped inside out or or people who are threatening to mutilate their own genitalia because donald trump is president of the united states or whatever their argument is and nobody bats an eye but a baby gets a circumcision which has been going on since time immemorial whether it was for religious purposes or medical purposes this is the problem i i i'm again i i'm still stuck on how is this even an issue yeah they actually have um like how-to videos i i've (laughs) i've actually found this one 19 year old well, he used to be a boy, um, his website, where he started off with a penis and, like, he slowly, like, had clamps around his testicles and stuff, and he, he chopped it off. Like, it was graphic as all fuck. And he was, like, chopping it off. And nobody has a problem about that because, you know, it's his right. But this baby, which has no rights, you know, it can't even feed itself. It's an issue again. And just to let you know that Brian Miller has joined us in the chat uh, under Star Wars Canon <laughs> Podcast. Uh, unfortunately, he is under the weather. That's why he wasn't on last night's show. He is commenting. He uh, he had stated that if I have a son and he's anything like me, he's going to be tripping over that thing. And also just means they won't <laughs> reproduce. I'm not exactly sure when he uh, shot those. And I just found out that he was talking on the chat. So welcome to the stream, Brian. Hope you feel better. Hey, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I mean, you know, well, that that that's the big thing that I'm that I'm like, with all the problems going on today in today's society, specifically with with uh, for lack of better, I know I'm gonna get shot 
for for staying this uh, by by certain communities, but but especially with the confusion in in the realm of sexuality, this is the argument. <laughs> Whether well, or not a useless ar- piece of flappy skin is a right to somebody's body. Well, I, go ahead. Well, you you chop off the umbilical cord i mean it falls off i mean do, do babies have a right to keep that too i mean it's just as useless as a foreskin well exactly you know th- th- that's actually a very very good point that's technically <coughs> part of the baby and the mommy don't both of them have a right to have that intact yeah like they cut the umbilical cord right away well if many mothers who know like who are educated on that stuff know that the longer you keep the baby attached the placenta but they chop that shit right away and you don't medical points of view or or whatever else when it comes when it comes to the situation what you do with your child is your business just like how you raise your child is your business until it you know starts attacking uh starts attacking us you know what i mean uh in in a sense of like if if you're raising your child to be a bully and he and your child is bullying my child then it becomes our business but outside of that whether you got your kid circumcised or not, that's none of my concern. That's between you and him, and later on him and whatever girl is lucky enough to see him with his pants down. I mean, or guy. It's modern day. Um, you know, so I, I'm really missing where this is such an outrage to people. Like, do you cut your kid's hair without their consent? No, most of the time you hold the little her down and you strap him down pretty much and you chop his hair off or her hair off there's no debate about it you're getting a haircut you're getting a haircut you, and, the kids doesn't get consent about that and maybe maybe it's just me because you know again i i, I relate i'm a circumcised male and I, I never once woke up feeling like i'm half a man or or that that i was violated in some way because they clipped me i i, I i'm 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 missing it, guys. Down in the, in the section down below. I mean, if that's the comment section, if, if if you understand what this argument's about, please let me know because I'm really missing it. I think it's funny. I think it's hilarious. I think it's definitely showing how nutty the world is going. But I just I do not see the the issue of this. No, I, I mean, if you have it, you have it. If you don't, you don't. Like when you're an adult. I mean, what are you going to do? Like, your parents chopped it off for you, but they didn't. I mean, you you kind of grow up realizing that it's there or it's not. I mean, when you're sitting in the boys' changing room, it's like, oh, hey, like, nice job they did for you. <laughs> or, or like, hey, that doesn't look so bad. I don't really know. I've never really been in that position, but. <laughs> Brian says my mother, the psycho that she is, kept a little plastic ring that was on my peppy after it was circumcised. Uh, he says he's learning so much from this stream, and uh, <laughs> he says, I hope I have a girl. <laughs> oh, it's definitely easier to have a girl. Girls are like, oh, my God, yeah, boys' penises, like, as babies, like, those things are like fire hoses. They just do whatever they want. <laughs> Honestly, like, when my son was born, within 12 hours, he peed in his own face. <laughs> See, I was smart about it. I was able to I, – I held the fresh diaper up over it. As I was pulling the bad diaper, you know, away. So that way, if he did hose, he was just hosing the diaper. <laughs> I was just in the hospital, like just had him. And it's a few hours later and like I'm changing his diaper 
and I'm tired as all hell after giving birth. And, you know, he's only like a few hours old and I turn away to like grab whatever. And all I hear is like splashing. I look over and there's his face and he's like, lick, like he's peeing in his face and his poor kids like practically eating it. I'm like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> the only t- it's, it's funny. The only time I ever got peed on, cause like my daughter ruined, uh, ruined a soft serve ice cream for me because of, uh, you know, changing her diaper one time. And I pulled the diaper away and right as I did, she's getting ready to go. And I just happened to get the new diaper under fast enough. And it came out like, you know, dairy queen, soft serve ice cream cone, ice cream. It was, it would, I, since then, I can't get an ice cream cone. I get blizzards. Oh my gosh. (laughs) But, uh, the only time I ever got peed on by my children, honestly, was, uh, when my daughter was a toddler. And uh, we were walking through the woods, the local woods in the area, and she had to go to the bathroom. And I told her, just, you know, go behind a bush and go. And she couldn't position herself with her pants down to not pee on her pants. So I came over to help her out, and I grabbed the pants and and underwear to pull them forward. And as I did so, she let loose and just pissed all over my arm. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you can't be a parent without getting peed on at least oh. once. It, 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 yeah, but you expect it from an infant, not, you know, not like, you know, a four or five year old. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just don't have control. If you got to go, you got to go, you know, and if she's in the bush or like wherever, she's probably been holding it for a little while before she even brought it up. So she's really got to go when she says she's got to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, you know, I, I didn't make a big deal out of it because I didn't want to freak her out. She was already freaked out enough about going in the woods and, and stuff. But after after it was done and we got home, Mike, I took the longest shower of my life because I'm like, I feel so dirty. I just got pissed <laughs> on by my daughter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, well, this got <laughs> more potty humor, eh? Never not hit the potty humor button. <laughs> oh, Lord. So, yeah, what else is on the docket, Venus? <laughs> Speaking of... Sorry, go ahead, Chad. Well, um, I'm just doing a little research, and it turns out that male circumcision was practiced as a religious rite, and it's found in Hebrew the in Hebrew Bible uh, as part of the Abrahamic uh, Covenant. And uh, also Genesis 17, and is therefore practiced by Jews, Muslims, and some Christians who constitute the Abrahamic religions as a as a token. It says here of their everlasting uh, faith in God as a covenant of their flesh. Those who were not circumcised were to be cut off from their people. So I find that pretty bizarre. That it looks like it stemmed from religious uh, beliefs and not from medical necessities. Well, see, I, I- yeah, actually. Um- yeah, I think like why they started it was because um, a man had to give up part of part of his manhood or part of himself um, to God in order to get into heaven or something like crazy like that. Yeah, see, see, I never knew. I never knew the, the like the full breakdown of it, but I knew it was uh, it was started as a tradition by by the Jewish faith, you know, the Brie, as it were. Um, but I could I couldn't begin to tell you why it became like. Well, wait a minute. This is actually medic- medically beneficial in some way because some people were gaining, you know, uh, whatever diseases from not cleaning it right, getting all that schmegma uh, all stuck in there and, and shit like that. But, I mean, you know, um, I knew it started as a, as a religious rite. Yeah, it was your ticket in, into heaven. 
So, I, you know, I still think there's an argument to be made in terms of consent, uh, where now they're saying we want to allow a child to choose gender they are, you know, because they're not consenting whether to be a male or a female, but yet it's okay to circumcise them. There, there's a problem with that logic. Well, the, the, the thing is, is like uh, I, maybe I'm the wrong person to have that conversation with because I don't think there is an argument on choosing gender. You are what you are. No, this is what, what, what I'm trying to say is this is one of the arguments that they present. Oh, yeah, they present. Okay. Well, again, that, that that's my standpoint on it. It's like I, I see the, the, the circumcision as a non-issue, and that maybe it's because I see when the doctor pulls you out of your mom, if you have a penis, you're a boy. If you have a vagina, you're a girl. Now, later on, you grow up and you decide maybe I, sh- I, I you know should have been a woman or I feel like I should have been a woman. That's on you, but treating babies like they're non-gender they're until like until they choose what they want to. No, that that's 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 to me that's indoctrination of of what I honestly feel it today is is a mass psychosis. <laughs> you know, well, scientifically yes. there are two genders, male and female, and even when that, when I make the argument to people of like transgenderism, it is a male who wa- wants to be identified as female or a female who wants to be identified as a male. Either way, it still breaks down to two genders. This I'm a tow truck shit is bullshit. What you what you like sexually with your bisexual, pansexual, or whatever, that's not gender. That's your sexuality. Uh-huh. Exactly. Isn't it weird that transgender people will be like, I am a man. I am a woman. Like, I'm a transgender man. I'm a transgender woman. They still identify as one or the other. Uh-huh. But they do add the transgender to that. But, okay, well, what are you going to do? I mean, if you want to be a man, be a man. You want to be a woman, be a woman. So, There's so many, like, men and women that don't even act like their genders nowadays. I mean, like, look at women, like, feminist women, like, oh, my God, can you be any more manly? Like, barking at people and fighting people and, oh, my God. Like, hello, if this man wants to dress up and be a woman and wear makeup and do womanly things, please, like, we need more women in this world that act like ladies. <laughs> You know, just like this, just like this, uh, this, this wordplay that they want to play with. But like, uh, you're assuming my gender, you should refer to me as Zim or Zer or Z or Zoo or what other made up stupidity they want to throw at you. Look, you're, you're he or her. I, I, you want me to use they, I'll use they because that, that, you know, that's, that's gender neutral. Sure. But I'm not going to use made up words to placate your ego. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I actually. I think that started in Canada, and that started with uh, Justin Trudeau that was making um, this liberal movement into gender identity with the Zim and the Zur and all that stuff. Chad, you must remember that from a few years ago. He actually had a whole list of proper pronouns to call people. Actually, actually, there was a bill that was passed probably three and a half months ago, Bill C-16, which makes it now a microaggression to intentionally misgender somebody. Furthermore, if your little child comes home from school and says, Mommy, I'm not Michaela no more, I'm Mike, and if you refuse to honor that decision, CPS can come in and have your child removed. That's fucking crazy. They could take my child from my cold, dead hands. 
I'm sorry. I'm the, the, the stuff like that. Like, uh, I love I love my neighbors up to the north. I'm from the United States. I love my neighbors up to the north. I got no problems with Canada. But you guys, you guys are keep sending down some of the stupidest shit, like this this gender pronoun <laughs> stuff. Justin Bieber. Like, I blame you guys for that stuff. Okay, but you gave me uh, hockey. Just, okay. You gave me hockey and lacrosse, so I'm okay. You can't. <laughs> well, Putin, well, you gave me freaking Putin. <laughs> <laughs> well, Maple syrup. <laughs> That's assuming that, he did, that that's assuming that this this uh, gender identity thing did originate in Canada. I don't know, <laughs> but I do know Beaver's your fault. <laughs> well, in terms of, yeah, in terms of rabbit holes go, uh, the the further you examine this, the the darker, more occultish it really gets. I mean, you look at the Baphomet, and what do you have there? You have a dra- a transgender entity, right? Okay. It's the no, male. It, Baphomet is the male goat god with female breasts. Wasn't that supposed to be in uh, synchronicity of harmony, and like the duality of the masculine and the feminine, without yeah. an actual face to it? So it was supposed to be more of a kind of uh, like balance type of thing that, like, just it became like drastically. Misconce- misconceived that it's a male and a, pe- a male and a female, but yeah, it is. But it, I mean, it, together in balance is what it's yep. supposed to represent. Yep, yep. That all started with the, uh, you know, with the Hermes. And uh, in fact, we take the term hermaphrodite from Hermes, great occultist. Where, well, they, well, what they're doing is they're misinterpreting Genesis, and they believe that uh, the the perfect being is androgynous. <laughs> that, that before men and women were created, there was a single entity that possessed both qualities, and that was seen as the perfect being. Yeah, he had four arms, four legs, and uh, it was a cyclops, I think, or had four arms. And yeah, this goes back to ancient Greece mythology, and Zeus um, was threatened by these beings, so he split them in half, and that's why you have a soul made of a man and a woman, and that's where you're supposed to find, like, the balance, like, the, the, to the, from the masculine and the femininity, like, within yourself to be balanced, and, um, yeah, that's why people have half a heart, that's why when you put them together, it has the real shape of a heart, all this other stuff, pretty fascinating, so you're like half a soul walking the earth is what they're trying to say. It, they, that's right, it's Hermeticism, and um, that, that goes way back, it, even in the uh, even in the older religions, uh, you know, there's what's known as a Hydra, right, which is, and you know, you have the Sodomite, so the male prostitute whore. Right. So it all, it all gets pretty dark really, really quickly, and uh, it it enters a realm of incredible um, uh, cognitive dissonance when you look at uh, the f- uh, females of today that we think are women, but who are in reality, if you examine their physiology, are transgendered men. Yeah, see, um, uh, Nikola Tesla, um, he never married, and he has like, I, I'll find this video for you guys too, but he had this whole reason of why he did not ever marry and it's because he said that women were superior to men and they were superior to his intelligence and superior to his being but women were downing themselves down from their entitlement and their power 
of being um, divine feminine beings slowly. And that was like, what, 1900s? Like, look at us now. We're like, we have no female superiority. Like, I'm not even going to lie. Women have the pussy. Women have the power. And we are a lot smarter than men. We're just too stupid to fucking realize it because men make more money than us. Men do that. Well, let men go out and work. You stay at home. Um, we'll come. I'll come over for mimosas and we'll do whatever the hell we want all day. <laughs> well, here's the funniest thing to realize is that um, uh, women can literally change the world because they set the standard of what men do. Basically, no man will do anything if it weren't for the women. What what man would do anything if it weren't for women? Exactly. Money would be useless if it weren't for women to spend it on. <laughs> right. So our, my question is to you guys is, are women truly setting the standard or are they being uh, impostered by men who are setting this fake standard for other men? You know, men are actually showing women that men are better at being feminist than women. Men are better at being women than women. <laughs> and That's I'm not even kidding you. Women like we're, women are supposed to have this feminism stuff, but a man walks in, he's like, "Oh, I'm a male feminist," and then he sets the standard higher because he's like, "Well, I'm a man, and I could do it better." Whatever you do, it's like, "Holy fuck!" You come in and you take everything away from women. No wonder why this like whole feminism shit is like corrupt, because you have to put your big fucking balls in the way and bounce them around and say, "No, this is how we're gonna do it," and I support it because. All you have to do is say, I, I agree with you, women. And then you could make women think whatever you want. Well, let, let's, <laughs> let, let's be true here. Most most of the uh, third wave feminist males don't believe in that bullshit. They're just trying to get laid. They want the women yeah, to be looking at them going like, oh, yes. oh, he's so sensitive and he cares about our rights. No, he just wants to get in between your legs. That's right. Male feminists are the creepiest people ever. The biggest creepers in the world are male feminists. Beta males. That's right. Beta males are the most dangerous males out there because they're secret cowards that uh, hate women. I mean, who took uh, Woman of the Year? Caitlyn Jenner. So what is that saying? That men make better women than actual women? Well, we can That's we can exactly make that we we can make that argument with in the news uh, recently with like uh, the the transgender uh, track star that beat uh, that won the women's track tournament or the uh, all the women uh, high school and college level uh, wrestlers who wrestled women's division even though they were transgender, you know, and, and stuff of that nature. And it, again, you know, they win because they're overwhelmingly. Physically, and I want to I want to put that in there specifically. Physically, strength department wise, usually superior to to females, because our bodies were designed that way. Male bodies were designed to be the workhorse. Women's yeah. bodies were designed to be more the homebody. Right. That's that's just that's just genetics. That's that that's not saying that women can't do what men can do or vice versa. It is just simply fact. Our bodies were made stronger because we were made to be the workload. If you look at even our water content, it's like what women have seventy percent water and men have like a bit less than that. We're off balance physically. Like we've got titties, you know, hanging us down, pulling us forward. Um, <laughs> I mean, you're. You're not going to find a man like that. A man is built stealth. Like, he's built big, like, to stand properly. And women are kind of more flimsy little things. They're delicate little feminine flowers, okay? They're supposed to be taken care of. 
And as much as women want to say, well, I want to go out and work and stuff, fine. Like, you can go out and work. You can do whatever the hell you want. But don't forget at the end of the day how much you're complaining because your hands hurt, because your feet hurt, and your boss was a dick to you. If you want to live in a man's world, you're going to have to man the fuck up. Uh, Brian, just to catch up on Brian here, he's been uh, with us for the whole entire chat, says you can't get rid of the Y chromosome, going back to our conversation about like men and women, uh, and, and you know the, the more than two genders argument. Uh, he says, I'm a tow truck. That's what he identifies as. Uh, <laughs> a man with breasts. You've never been to Colden Corral in Wichita, Kansas. <laughs> it's not. It's not lying. Uh, you go. You go to any of these buffets. You pretty much see men with breasts all the time. Uh, and he's picking on me because I said load when I was saying workload. <laughs> An episode about penises, and I'm talking about load. <laughs> I've actually seen a man with boobies, um, and it was. It, like it was something that happened to him because his hormones changed from smoking too much weed, and he grew tits because of it. Yeah, that's a lie. I yeah, shit you not. Yeah, <laughs> but, but the fact is, cannabis doesn't possess any estrogen mimicking uh, molecules, none whatsoever. But what does is the inside liner of every can product that you buy out there. It's lined with bisphenol A, and the more acidic the contents, thus. You know, the more it leaches, the can liner. And uh, basically, then you have atrazine, which is a, a herbicide sprayed on all our fruits and vegetables that are li literally turning the frogs gay. I mean, that's not just an Alex Jones rant. You know, there is a chemical like that named atrazine, which is more powerful than bisphenol A. And all these are estrogen-mimicking hormones. Yeah, that, that's pretty frightening in itself. And then you have the energy drink, uh, all, all those energy drinks out there, Monster and Red Bull. And they contain a, a synthetic uh, compound, taurine, which is a synthetic bull sperm. And uh, basically converts itself in the body as a testosterone-mimicking hormone. So it seems like we're all being transgendered. It's kind of... I didn't mean. I know. I know. I was probably heard on the stream. Uh, I didn't mean to laugh, but when you were saying about the synthetic bull sperm in sports drinks and energy drinks, the first thought I went to was an episode of South Park where they were passing off uh, butter. The character Butters is a uh, uh, special, special happy juice. Basically, he would have wet dreams, uh, and they were bottling it and selling it as a as a as a sports drink. So, so when you were saying synthetic bull, far from the truth. yeah. So when you were saying synthetic bull bull sperm, all I thought of was like the uh, the image of uh, Tom Brady drinking Butters' special uh, special ju happy juice, <laughs> swallowing a little eight year old's cum. <laughs> Why is it in there? What's the purpose of having that synthetic uh, testosterone mimicking? chemical amino acid what is it doing there is it flavoring there's no specific reason and for all the different chemicals they could have used to line the cans they pick bisphenol a it's very puzzling you know it's same yeah, as the, same as the herbicides i mean they can use straight out cedar oil as a herbicide works perfectly but no they use atrazine yeah I, mean, I thought red bull was named red bull because they actually used bull sperm when it first came out in Red Bull. You have ruined me ever having a, a, another Jaeger bomb in my life. I swear to God. <laughs> the alcohol counters all the effects, okay? 
The fact that yeah. I even know there's sperm in there is going to make me never drink it again. <laughs> well, it's a, it, it's a synthetic compound uh, is what it is, but it mimics testosterone, and, and that's the issue there. Look, a woman's a woman's dildo is a synthetic penis. I still don't want to be slapped in the face with it. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> they also use it as vibrators to uh, release muscle tension in your back and in your neck, so just saying. <laughs> It all depends on how you can use it. <laughs> like anything could be a dildo if you're brave, but a dildo can be used for anything else if you know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, let's go ahead and get to our sponsor. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we will be back in a few minutes. Let's just go ahead and get this commercial out of the way, and we'll be back and probably moving on to, I assume, Venus's next uh, penis subject. <laughs> Hopefully it won't be that hard. Penis, penis. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dave from the Comic Collection at 83 Bustleton Pike in Feasterville, Pennsylvania. Our phone number is 215-357-3332. We are right next to Northeast Philadelphia. We have action figures, gaming, statues, and say hello. And say that the guys from Radio Cath FM Radio sent you. The address again is 83 Bustleton Pike, Feasterville, Pennsylvania, or call 215-357-3332. Wow. And we are back with your host, Venus. Hello. So, back to penis. <laughs> Dr. Penis. Back to penis. How come I, you know, I honestly have a maturity problem. <laughs> All right. So, speaking of penises, men and women, uh, well, only men can have a penis unless you're a transgender woman becoming a man, and then you can have a penis. Um, let's talk about, what was that disease called again, uh, Chad, with the XXY chromosomes? Well, it's Kleinfelder syndrome, yeah. Yeah, Kleinfelder. Yeah, Yeah. so people can be born a man, um, but not know he has two X chromosomes and a Y, so he could be a female, but if he identifies as a male or or a female, it's up to him, pretty much. Yeah, you know, but it's not considered as a, a third gender because it is a chromosomal mutation. And, uh, you know, by which it can't reproduce, it, it won't be reproduced to the next generation because mutations are, n- are not found in the sex gene. Well, so it, is, this, is this a physical abnormality? Are we talking about, like, the people that are born with both uh, sets of genitalia? Or, or is this just literally, like, a man, uh, a female trapped in a man's body type deal? Well, it depends if you want to speak on a psychological or, or a physiological level. Right, because as psychology, uh, in as it is now, they they're turning sex into a subjective uh, horse and pony show, where you know you can wake up uh, and just claim that you're a tow truck or a woman, right? They're turning everything very subjective, and they're basically, uh, you know, saying science doesn't exist. Objectivity is no longer a thing. We're we're going into some kind of trance, it seems. Feelings are more more important than facts, yeah. So what happens with uh, this syndrome is a man can be born a man, and he could go through pretty much his entire life 
not having any problems except for probably or possibly some erectile dysfunction. And then find out that it's because he's got a feminine chromosome, an extra feminine chromosome. So he doesn't even feel like a woman. He still feels like a man. He just has penis problems. Is one thing that could happen from my understanding of this um, syndrome. Now, is this a rare thing? Yeah, it's very rare. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's is a it... mutation, but I mean, like, like how how often does it even present itself? Are we talking like a one in ten thousand people or more, or is this more common than that? You know, you'll, you'll find this, this different statistics, but basically, zero point zero three percent of the population are, uh, you know, uh, presents any kind of hermaphroditic uh, issues. It's a very low uh, rate. It's a very low number, but. Uh, Essentially, if you're going to entertain um, a, a condition such like that, whether it be, uh, you know, psychological, uh, that's like saying that if your uncle heard voices on the radio telling him what to do, that you're supposed to agree with him. You know, and that's uh, Jordan Peterson's argument, uh, and as well as Ben Shapiro, that they're saying, well, they're just not going to change, uh, you know, objective reality and replace it with subjective fantasies. And with compelled speech laws in Bill C-16, like they say, they made it against the law. Now it's considered a microaggression. Misgender somebody. Well, see, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to step away. I don't want to step away from the, the 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 subject matter at hand. But that's the second time you use a phrase that I absolutely despise: microaggression. Mm-hmm. Look, you know, I, I I'm I'm going to give you a microaggression right now. Man up. Yeah, that's the Canadian thing now. That's uh. That's the Canadian liberal term, basically, and uh, that's what they're trying to say. That uh, it's you down know, here sticks, too. Sticks, you know, is that right? Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. That's out the window now. Now right. names do hurt people, and you could be held liable for it. It's insane. Yeah, it, it it's down here too. Maybe not to the extent of like laws being passed where people can actually serve prison time or fines, but uh, but things like microaggression, uh, the word microaggression, and people feeling like they've been violated because they've been microly, uh, microly aggressed against is down here too and it's the dumbest freaking thing. Grow a set and, and just move on with your life. You know how many times a day I get insulted by somebody or, or offended by somebody or how, how they act or how they dress and like I just shrug and move on with my life? Seriously. Come on. Don't forget that you dummy. You're dumb. It, 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 it's, Is that the biggest one? <laughs> like, oh my god, it's it's so stupid. Like I, I'll be straight up with you, people who wear their pants half off their ass and leave their skid marked underwear showing offends the living shit out of me. Am I supposed to walk up to them and bitch that they're microaggressing against me by forcing me to look at their fucking shit stained underwear? No, I nope. fucking Maybe move they on have with a disability life. and can't wipe their ass properly. So you know what? You're in the wrong again. They have a disability that their parents never taught them at two years old how to pull their pants up. That's their disability. <laughs> this is, a, yeah, you're right, and this is unfortunately the the uh, agenda that's being pushed right now. I mean, if you look at Celine Dion's new clothing line, uh, it's very scary. You know, well, they're Illuminati based. What 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 is, what is the clothing? Line? I didn't I didn't I don't know anything about this. Well, gender... uh, go ahead. Oh, it's just gender neutral. So, which is great for, like, if you're going to have a newborn baby and you don't want to know what gender it is. I think that's a great idea, but it's gender neutral because she wants kids to help find their identity. But if you're going to put them all in the same category, 
They're identityless. <laughs> well, you know, I, I argue that it goes beyond just uh, wanting uh, a child to decide. I mean, if you look at the clothing um, styles, you have skulls, you have skull onesies, which is very strange, and you have shirts. Uh, they're you know basically the colors are white, black, and yellow with things like New Order on them, um, <laughs> and pyr pyramids and whatnot, and pentagrams. It's downright spooky, and if you watch her commercial, it's just right creepy. She walks into a hospital, she blows black powder on these uh, kids, and they all turn into uh, little black and white babies wearing the clothing line with little demons coming out of their cribs. Very bizarre. It's creepy as all fuck. Yeah, you'll have to Google it. You can find it right away. Oh <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know if I want clothes. to. <laughs> I don't know if I want to. I might have nightmares. <laughs> a little bit traumatizing. Oh my god! And then, and then you have the UN program uh, that is pushing equality. Well, whatever happened to embracing differences? I mean, differences is what make men and women beautiful. And who wants equality? Nobody with any ounce of sanity. That's who. Well, see that that that's the thing. That's the thing I've been arguing about for the longest time with these people that that, that talk about equality. And you're absolutely right. There's equality in embracing each other's cultural or 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 ethnical or 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 uh, sexual differences. I embrace the fact that women are able to give life. That's something I can never do. I'm genetically unable to do so. That makes them special to me because they could do something I can't do. I could be standing up. That makes me a god to women. I mean, you know. Um, <laughs> I we have things for that now. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, you know, like, like there's so many different things that should be celebrated for the differences. It doesn't mean inequality. That just simply means there's something special about me that is not so that maybe you don't have, but you have something that I don't have, and that's a beautiful thing. What is wrong with equality through diversity as opposed to just making everybody one pile of mush? that is indistinguishable from anybody else. See, that's what used to be, like, one of the great things, like, going uh, back to high school, is, like, we could call people, like, yo, hey, blondie, or, yo, hey, guy with the accent or something, and it wasn't ever to make fun of anyone. It was because that what was that's what was different about you. That's what, what stood out about you, and you knew that was you when people were talking to you. And nobody took it offensive because that was their uniqueness. I, I again, we're 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 back on subjects that I just don't get. I don't I don't get the the argument of inclusiveness. I I don't see what is so bad about diversity. We're not talking about separation diversity. We're talking about a diversity of ideals or culture or 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 sexual uh not sexual. That's not the term I'm looking for. Biological differences. That's not a terrible thing. See, you have equal rights. You have equal respect. You're treated as a human. But, like, okay, now you come from India. Like, yeah, that's fascinating to someone in, like, North America. You're from India. You're going to be, like, that Indian guy from India, right? <laughs> but that's what's special about you. You're not treated any different. It's, like... That's who you are, and that's what stands out, and that's what you should be proud of. I don't know why people are so scared to be like, don't call me this and don't call me that. Okay, well, that was your uniqueness. That's what made you you. If you don't want that, well, okay, then we'll just call you another 
<laughs> logging another pile of fucking logs, okay? Like, <laughs> That's it. I want to be an individual just like everybody else. It's really the argument that it becomes now. Oh, show, show your individuality by standing with us and being exactly as we are. Like, have you ever looked at these people that fight for these... Well, yeah, you ever see these people that are fighting for, for non-conformity reasons? They all look the same. They all dress the same. They all act the same. They all talk the same. They all look the same. It, where is the diversity? What, what makes you different from the pe- person standing next to you? What makes you special? What makes you stand out? Nothing. You lost your uniqueness. Like, you're just like everybody else, and that's exactly what it is, is conformity let's conform to this idea so that we can be different well no okay you're just like a bunch of like 14 year olds that are going to join with other 14 year olds and be like let's go be like a bunch of badass 14 year olds (laughs) okay well now you're all a bunch of badass 14 year olds not just one of you and not just on your own terms but on everybody else's terms uh brian Brian says uh for 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 his uh cultural diversity just call me the guy with the four tennis balls and a sock hanging down (laughs) <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> I think so. I think well, somebody's projecting. I, I I think that I think they're going to be buying a sports car in a couple of years to to compensate. <laughs> Love you, Brian. <laughs> I'm sorry, but we were, we were talking about XXY chromosomes, and we kind of went off a tangent here. We were talking about XXY chromosomes. <laughs> we were. That was until topic, we went off yes. on that little until we went off on that little tangent. I went off on it. I'm sorry. I have a habit of doing that. Sorry, it had to be said. Okay. <laughs> had to be said. <laughs> uh, Brian, you want, you want me to prove it. Uh, if you, you, you know this cause we're both ex military. All right. If you, a man put it in my hand. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm expecting a Wating with a uh, dick pic that I would never expect to have. So, or he's going to send me a picture of four tennis balls in a, in a tube sock. One of two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. <laughs> oh, I've got nothing to say now. <laughs> speaking of penis size. There we so, go. Um, yes. Uh, next topic. Speaking of penis size. So this guy in Mexico, um, 54-year-old. Let me see if I can find his name here. Um. I saved this somewhere. Apparently, I didn't save it. Uh, I'm looking for it in the chat. Oh, Jesus. That's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> it's over in this chat. Um, Here we go, large. Anyways. Uh, I'm pulling it up. Go ahead, and I'll let you know what the name is as soon as I have it up. Okay, so anyways, he's got a the world's so, largest penis, suspectedly, um, at 19 inches, and it's considered a handicap because he can't uh, get on his knees and he can't fit into work pants. Roberto Cabrera from northern Mexico, and he has an 18.9-inch penis. Oh, there we go. <laughs> so... Um, that's a lot of tennis balls, Brian. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> so what do men even do with penises like that? Like, it's obviously causing them issues. You can't work because of it. Well, I, I would imagine, like, it would be no different than a woman who has really large breasts. I imagine back pain probably comes involved. 
But what I don't get is, you know, like, does anybody remember Chinko jeans and how baggy they were? You could work with a penis that large. Like, to me, to me, this is just an excuse to collect, uh, collect welfare. As a matter of fact, I'm surprised he hasn't pogo sticked over the, the, the northern border wall into the United States. That way he could live on welfare for free uh, for the rest of his life. It, it, it just it. It, it, this sounds like an excuse to me. Plus, like the article says, he could have a reduction, but he refuses to do so. Is your pride in having an 18.9-inch penis stronger than your need to take care of yourself? Or maybe it's his complete body, so it would violate his right to having his complete body. That's fair. That, that, that is true. That is fair. We were having that conversation earlier. Maybe that is. Now that make that point does make sense. It's a little valid now. But what do you do with that? Like when you're walking around, like do you um, stuff it down one pant leg, or do you like flip it up up your shirt and like don't wear a button up shirt? Obviously, like <laughs> how would you manage that? That's that's quite large. Well, to, to think of it this way, and obviously we're not talking about like normal average pe- uh, males having that issue either. But uh, you know, this is going to sound funny. This is going to come out sounding funnier than I intended to be, and uh, I'm actually being serious about this. We've all had uh, interactions with penises in one way or another. Either we were born with them and, you know, we live with them between our legs every day. Or, you know, uh, for, for women like, like, like Venus, you know, you, you've obviously have interacted with them before in some way, shape, or form. Unless this guy's having, like, erectile issues where he's constantly getting hard. The thing, when it's flaccid, even at 18.9 inches, I mean, the thing's flexible. You could probably tie it in a knot if you wanted to. Wrap it not, around your leg. You wrap it. <laughs> I wasn't going to say wrap it around your leg, but I'm saying like you bend, you, you bend your leg. The the penis is going to bend too, unless unless you're you know constantly erect, then you might want to see a doctor about that. But I mean, I, I'm again not seeing the issue outside of if I had it, I'd be throwing it over my shoulder and walking down the street. Hey, ladies, you know, whipping that shit. <laughs> Whipping that shit around like Charlie Chapman, uh, Chaplin with a with a walking cane. You know what I mean? You know <laughs> like how to a, dance like a like a dancing cobra. Right. <laughs> I look what I can do. <laughs> you know, and, and the only the only physicality uh, issue that I could see about it really is maybe the weight of it does call cause lower back pain. The same as like women who have. You know, uh, very large breasts usually complain that they start getting back pain, especially as they get older. You know, so that that's the only physicality. I, mean, I don't know. I don't live with an 18.9 inch penis. But I mean, close, but not, you know, exactly. But I mean, you know, <laughs> close, about as, cl- <laughs> about as close as a hot dog to the Grand Canyon. Um, you know, but, but the, you know, like, am, Chad, you're a guy. Am I wrong on this? Like, can you really see anything that would physically block a person from being able to work just because they have an unusually large penis? No, not at all. Would you trip over it? Like, if you're on your knees or something? Like, does it affect the size of your testicles or is it, like, just your penis? Well, you you know. Like, uh, if you have bigger boobies, you usually have bigger nipples, right? Usually. I mean, the main concern with a penis that size is if you get an erection, you might just faint. So <laughs> that is that is a lot of blood loss. Right. <laughs> I mean, also too, or what are we talking about in like circumference? Like, we're talking about eighteen point nine inches. We're talking length. 
I mean, what if what if it's like a straw? It's long, but it's thin. You know what I mean? Like, where 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 is the difference? You know what I mean? That, are we, that are we talking like make a are we talking like a salami, or are we talking you know like like a a a, a, a tumbleweed tweed? You know, <laughs> like. You know? <laughs> There's so many different variations, like. Again, outside of outside of maybe feeling like you're walking around with a water balloon between your legs all day, I I really don't see the the, the physical limitation that would block him from being able to even have at least like a sit down desk job or something like that. Barring the fact that he gets you know sporadic out of control boners all the time, and every time his his uh, secretary walks by, it knocks his desk over. I mean, I don't really see. Where it would hinder him. Okay, but at 54 years old, though, because he's 54, right? Which raises but another question. Have... Which raises, raises another question. Has he been on welfare or disability his whole entire life, or is this now just becoming an issue at 54? In which case, where was his complaint for the presumably 54 years prior to? You know what I mean? Or was he joy- enjoying the, the attention of... of the senoritas because of how <laughs> blessed he is. <laughs> you know? But wait, but he's like be more of like floppier, like at fifty four, you know, it kind of loses its muscles, like the rest of your body. Would it be more hard to contain if it's floppier? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe that that that's something we would have to look into. Like if if something that size would lose its ability to get a wreck maybe he's got an xxy chromosome no, I mean, it happens to normal men like with smaller penises at that age i mean they have tested like penis problems like and they make a little wait, blue pill for it uh, not only that i mean like it kind of, doesn't it wrinkle more sag a little bit more well i don't know i don't know if it like shrinks or something your balls definitely go longer just like women's boobs your balls start fucking touching the floor after a while but I mean, you know, like the penis, uh, it, the, the thing that affects older men with, with like uh, erections and stuff of that nature is the loss of testosterone. But it's not a it's not a physical thing. It's a chemical thing as we're getting older. But again, they make pills for that that changes that balance. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. I, you know, <laughs> I know it's getting a little awkward now. Like, how do we judge this? Like. Poor man's old, old, like really long penis. <laughs> yeah, poor man. Every male that's listening to this is envious of this motherfucker right now. <laughs> <laughs> poor man. I wish I had. I wish my biggest problem in life is well, hey, how do I bend over? Okay. <laughs> how do I bend over with this tree trunk between my legs? <laughs> oh, I gotta send you that video I watched earlier. You can put that in the in the link or comments. I'll put that in the comments below. <laughs> it's it's just so over exaggerated. Like this guy's penis is. It's it's a fake penis, like obviously, and he's got like a third leg hole, where he's got like it's stuffed or something with something that looks like a penis. And anyways, he's complaining about how terrible it is, and that he does pass out when he gets erections, and he can't drive a vehicle because he's got to put his penis up on the steering wheel to drive it. So he's been pulled over, and cops thought he was driving with a kid on his lap. And I'm like, how? 
ridiculous does this sound, but how like realistic could it actually be if you had an extravagantly lar- large penis? I don't know. Like to me, to, to me, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, it, uh, Chad and, and Venus, you know, cause we'll get a female standpoint on this, but correct me if I'm wrong here, but like having a penis that size would just the problem, the problematic that I would see about it is like, you know, how do you get anybody to fuck you? Like to me, to me, that's like all show that that's not really like functionality. Like we were talking about before, like anything over eight inches and you're, you know, you're, you're kind of poking a hole in the cervix, you know, and and stuff of that nature that you actually can't even put your full penis into uh, a person, you know, uh, which means you can't really fully enjoy sexual intercourse. Um, with that being said, like the average size penis or whatever, wouldn't that be more preferable to women or as a guy, wouldn't that be more preferable than just having something that looks great on camera? Sure, but you it really kind of ruins your 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 active sex life in the long run. Well, we never see porn stars with like 12-inch penises fully inserted into a female. So <laughs> that that's pretty accurate right there. I mean, like I've seen it done, but it was pretty like hardcore nasty stuff that you know you can't really enjoy you just sit there and you're like holy fuck like is this for real (laughs) well that that's my thought like like (laughs) venus uh, i'll I'll put it to you like this like uh if this guy was standing in front of you and and is all set to go you you were you were in the fucking him and he drops his drawers and you see that that anaconda hanging there are you gonna have second thoughts (laughs) It's not happening. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, you're gonna start I'm having second away. thoughts about that. You know, <laughs> and, and, I'm not even trying. I'm just out of there. Okay. <laughs> right, and and Chad on the opposite end of the coin. If you're that guy and you're all set to go, and you see that type of reaction, wouldn't that be more problematic than having the bragging rights of the fact that you have a 20 inch dick? Yeah, absolutely. I'm very uh, content with what I got, and that's fine with me. Yeah, I I have no desire of having a freakishly large penis like that unless I wanted to uh, run a circus career myself. Right? <laughs> See the man on the flying trapeze? He's not even using his hands. <laughs> Good Lord. Also, I find that um, women, uh, we talk about, like, our boyfriend's penises and our husband's penises, you know, if we've got a husband or men that we've been with. And, you know, we all like the, like, allure of, like, a bigger penis. Like, oh, my God, like, that thing's huge. We all like that. It's like a fantasy thing. But seriously, the men that we end up, like, marrying and dating are, like, average-sized men. Well, like, it kind of goes back to the statement. It's not the size. It's how you use it. Yeah, it... You know, the, the the trophy of a large member, sure, maybe bragging rights to your friends, but at the end of the day, it's you're gonna you're gonna continue to fuck the guy that fucks you right. Yeah, I know exactly. I'm being a little vulgar with it, but I mean, he could have a two inch penis, but if that two inches is working it the right way, then he's the right guy for you. It don't matter. Yeah, like men with bigger penises don't know how to have sex. I'm not okay, like not to hate on any man with a big dick, but learn how to fucking use it. It all lasts about five minutes anyway. <laughs> it does. And why do men with bigger penises all love anal? That's like all their fantasies is anal. And it's like 
you're going to destroy my vagina and you think you're getting that in my ass? Like, no. I guess that's why it's a fantasy because it ain't happening. <laughs> that's it. It's a fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are all quiet. Like, what am I hearing? <laughs> well, we're, this we're, is an R-rated show, so... <laughs> true, but we're, we're, just, we're just fascinated by getting... <laughs> Getting a, a, a in-depth look into your psyche and mind frame right now, because your first thought about a large penis is automatically about why do they want anal? <laughs> they all do though, and it's like you you know you're not it's why like that's gonna destroy everything like every part of a woman like you don't even understand is like you're so big. There's no way you could possibly complain about a loose pussy. Okay, there is no fucking way. Well, you, look, like that thing. You know what? Go I'm ahead. gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna defend women here on this one, because guys always talk about like if they if they're large or, or uh, you know girth wise if they're really you know girthy and shit like this. And I can say this because I've watched my children born. You ain't doing shit to that body, dude. Okay, you ain't tearing nothing up. You ain't broke it in half. You ain't done none of that shit. I seen that pass a human being <laughs> and go back into shape. Okay, you ain't doing shit. <laughs> no, and, and you know what? The more comfortable a woman is having sex, the looser she's going to be. That's what it is. Like if a woman's like super tight, she could naturally be like like it, the vagina's a muscle. And she could be, like, super enjoying it and be tight as all fuck. But if she's looser, she could just be enjoying it and have a naturally tight pussy, but you make her feel comfortable. And you're going to go around and, like, start, like, shaming her because her pussy was loose. Well, you know what? You made her feel good, and now you're being a dick about it. Like, the hell is wrong with men? Well, you know, like 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 most men, of course, I like a a, a nice tight area. But, I mean, if, if, she's, if she's relaxing her muscles and it's loose... Guess what? You last longer. True that. Where's where's the problem? Okay, there's a little there's a little room in there. Cool. You're not you're not gonna blow your load in thirty seconds like a freaking uh you know thirteen year old going through puberty who just got shoved into the women's bathroom. You, you it's it's it, 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 it again maybe maybe I have a different mentality than the world for some reason, but I it, I don't get it. Well, women are, like, more than just physical creatures when it comes to sex. Like, they need their minds being made love to. Like, they need their emotions being, like, played with the right way. They need all that stuff. So if you're doing that right before you even get your penis in, like, her vagina is going to be ready for that. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. And, again, that's going back to the conversation we had about, cult, uh, like, cultural diversity, if you will, uh, which is a beautiful thing, is is – Men are more physically, uh, more physical when it comes to sexuality. Like we're, we, we get more turned on by the action, the act of doing the, the, how the woman looks and, and stuff of that nature. Women on the opposite end of the coin are more stimulated, sexually stimulated by, like you said, emotional attachment, uh, mental, uh, uh, attraction and, and stuff of that nature. It, it's more than just the physicality of the guy. Like, that, yeah, that we'll enjoy them. your physicalness, but when you take the time and you make us feel good and give us that back rub and, like, stimulate us every other way before you even touch our vaginas, like, we're going to have the best orgasms. And I don't know what man does not get off on getting a woman off. So take your time, uh, put in some little effort, you know, tell her she's beautiful, touch her hand, buy her some fucking roast, cook her dinner, 
<laughs> Tell her she looks beautiful in the dress. Do st- shit like that. She's more likely to have a better time in bed with you then, which means you're going to have a better time in bed. Well, in, in fairness, too, there are some guys out there that would probably ag- agree with the uh, the statement in uh, Chasing Amy, if you guys are familiar with the movie. Uh, you know, where it's like you, you, women could direct guys, too. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes women expect men to know, and each person is different. What what gets your juices flowing may be different from what gets somebody else's juices flowing. You know what I mean? And the guy's not a mind reader. He's not going to know that. So what's wrong with being the guy in the runway with the two things saying, go here, left this way, right that way, right there? You know, direct him a little bit. You know, you, you want the pleasure out of this too. So why sit there and suffer through him bumbling his way through and hoping he finds the right spot or direct it <laughs> to the right spot? Some men are just like that. They think they're like God's gift to women. And honestly, they couldn't even give a woman an orgasm if they were using a toy on her. Okay, like, (laughs) they just don't know what they're doing. And it's because they give what they think they want. Like, yeah, women enjoy the nice quick fuck every once in a while. But, you know, she's got to be treated good. Like the the five-minute fucks and everything. Yeah, they're cool. You know? They might do it, you know, here and there, but you got to mix it up a little bit too. Yes, ladies, this is the uh, ladies and gentlemen. This is the educational portion of the show. Take take <laughs> notes. Foreplay a must. Chad, you're awfully quiet, man. You're making me kind of <laughs> nervous over here. <laughs> yeah, you know, just kind of sitting here and listening to this. <laughs> hopefully he's you're taking least, notes <laughs> hopefully he's at least enjoying the conversation <laughs> anything, uh, anything to add <laughs> uh, no well, I... you know, yeah I was just going to say we live in an instant made society you know with fast food restaurants and cake and craft dinner from a box and and it's transferring into the world of human sexuality, too, but there is no more foreplay. It's Tinder in bed. You know, just get her done and swipe left. Say goodnight. It's very odd. And but that's why people are so unsatisfied with relationships, with sex, with everything in life. Like, you seriously need good sex in your life in order to live a sufficient and, like, wholesome life. Well, you know what? You shared, you shared a meme on Facebook that is very, very true, and, and it, it plays into what Chad said earlier. Uh, you know, in, in, in a generation and a world we live in now where, uh, you know, we, we all get achievements for playing video games. Like, uh, you know, some video games will give you an achievement just for turning a game on. Or, you know, we, we live in the world of public opinion where everything has to be shared on Facebook. Like, gee, let me take a picture on Instagram of my dinner and get your guys' approval from it. You're, the the meme you shared, you know, I'm gonna paraphrase it because I don't have it up in front of me at the moment. But like, if if a woman agrees to have sex with you, keep it to yourself. If uh, if if the dude sends you a dick pic, keep it to yourself. Like, just it. There, there's nothing wrong with keeping your personal life personal, your private life private. And maybe part of what's going on in today's society is the fact that we do live in a world where everybody needs instant approval from everybody else, including strangers from around the world. You know, like, oh, look at this guy's dick or, oh, this is the guy I'm, I'm, I'm with or whatever else. And they wait for everybody's approval and, and opinions on it. Fuck y'all. Y'all ain't got to live with the guy or the girl. That's none of your freaking business. 
Absolutely. You, you know what I mean? Like it, 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 it kind of plays off what Chad said. You know, it, it, it's fast food mentality. Everything has to be instant gratification to the point of you need people to pat you on the back because some dude showed interest in you or some girl showed interest in you. That's ridiculous. Absolutely is. <laughs> Sorry, but no, that ha- that had to be said. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's all fine and dandy to like talk about, you know, like sex and sexuality and everything else in general. But, you know, you like you don't come to the table and it's like, well, last night, guys, guess what? It's like, wow, you just don't expose some of that stuff. Like, yeah, people can know you're like, I'm pretty open sexually. People are aware of this. I mean, but they don't know every detail of my sexual life. I mean, like, we, I could talk about sex freely, but, I mean, like, in today's age, I mean, somebody's got to besides the point of, I did this, I did this, I did that, I did that, and high five. No, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, you're thinking about this all wrong, okay? Like, <laughs> especially when you want to start bringing people into it. Like, if they're not there, you don't mention people's names. Leave them the fuck out of your shit. Well, that's exactly it. Are you fucking that person? No? Then it's none of your fucking concern. Like, it's all, like, you could share with your friends. Yeah, this happened, that happened. But who it was with, like, they're not there, you don't mention them. That it cause, it'll save people a lot of fucking problems in the long run. It really would. And, and, and especially, especially going back to, to what I said, let your private life be private. What, what you and your partner, whoever that partner may be, whatever your relationship is, however you allow it to progress, whether it's a good relationship or a bad relationship, that's between you two. If it goes terrible, yeah, of course, talk to your closest friends, but don't be posting the shit up on social media and getting the the, the, the power of public opinion because that's going to sway you rather than fixing the problem, if the problem can be fixed. That's why relationships end so fast nowadays. Yeah, you're always a better person than this, and you don't need that... Uh, no, you need to man the fuck up. You care about that person. Get back over there and fix your shit. I mean, if I'm off base, let me know. But I, 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 don't, I think that's why like our parents and our grandparents had relationships that lasted because that was between them. They dealt with it. You know, yep. people didn't just automatically go, oh, well, this, <laughs> you know, we, we, my, my husband and I had an argument uh, our first argument ever. This is just not working. I'm going to get a divorce and go fuck his friend. I mean, you know, it's like, it, it, it's just, it, 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 it's instant satisfaction. Everybody expects to get that Cinderella fairy tale ending from the moment they meet a person. And one bump in the road is, oh my God, it's a disaster. Everything's wrong. And of course you got all the friends on social media who half of them haven't even met you before are sitting there like, oh my God, he's such an asshole or she's such a bitch and blah, 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 blah. You fought about where to go for dinner. This is not a world-changing event. You, know? so you degrade the person that you're supposed to have feelings for. You degrade them. You socially drag their name through the mud. And you expect them to love you? Like, no. Like, this is, <laughs> this is not how you treat anyone in any relationship. That's not how you treat your friend. That's not how you treat your dog. Okay? Like, address your issues with this person. Or, you know, like, vent to your best friend. 
because you guys all have issues. You know, if your girlfriend has a boyfriend and you have a boyfriend, I mean, you're going to have relationship issues. And you know what? You're probably having some of the same issues and it's like just good to sit there with your friend and motherfucker this and motherfucker that. And, you know, plan his murder, plan both their murders and then get drunk and forget about it all. <laughs> but the, you brought up a good point. Of course, it's a, it's a great thing to vent, but vent to your friend. Don't vent to the world. The world don't need Absolutely. to know. Absolutely. Or bring it on a podcast like we're doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it's pretty generalized, though. Like, I don't think I would come in here and be like anybody's name or anything. Like, even screenshots of arguments I have with people on Facebook. I'll screenshot your fucking conversation, okay, buddy? But your name is getting blocked out. For one, you don't deserve that fame. And for two, fuck you. <laughs> Let that be a lesson to every person listening to who has uh, uh, Venus on their Facebook or Instagram or something. You send a dick pic nine times out of ten, it's going to wind up on a feed somewhere. Think about it before you send it. <laughs> You'll be confidential, though. It will be confidential. You know, whether you have a nice penis or an ugly penis, you're not getting that gratitude. <laughs> you're not getting that recognition. You're not getting that. <laughs> oh, shit. If you want to, like, step up and say, that's my penis, that's on you. But nobody knew it was your penis before you said anything. <laughs> but just be known, you act like an asshole. It's going to go up. It's going to go up for everybody to see. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> poor unfortunate world of their own demise oh. <laughs> I'll just let you know well, we're, any... we're at an hour and a half oh yeah I was just about to say anything anybody have anything else dad well my final thought on this would be a quote from Terrence McKenna he's the father of psychedelic research if you don't know it's quite it's quite awesome if you YouTube Terrence McKenna. And his quote is that culture is not your friend. And uh, I agree with him because it seems like social media has turned into cultural-based uh, programming to turn us into narcissistic, unspiritualized individuals. You know, who, are, like you said earlier, are just there for self-reassurement and approval of others. And that's narcissism. That's uh, pride onto the self. Low self-esteem on top of that. That's what it feeds, right? That's right. And when it when it you breaks know, when it breaks down, that it fits very much to to the whole entire topic of conversation about penises on this episode, because most people, most males, place their self-esteem on their genitalia, whether, you know, how good they are in bed or how big they are. It, it, it kind of fits in that aspect that you look for that, you, you beg for that approval and you shy away and your, 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 your esteem is shattered if somebody doesn't view your genitalia in the way that you think it should be viewed. Well, so, then you shouldn't be sharing it everywhere, right? <laughs> well, I understand what I'm saying. It's like, I don't mean necessarily like a dick pic. I'm saying like you're with a girl and, you know, she's fucking you. You've been around for a while and then you guys break up and then all of a sudden she's talking about how small your penis is. She's doing it to be hurtful. But here's the thing. It actually is being hurtful to him because it's destroying his ego because for some reason his ego is generalized to that area. Like, you tell him he's got a terrible job, he shrugs it off. You tell him he's got crooked teeth, he shrugs it off. You tell him he's got a small dick, it destroys his world. It really does. Yeah. So, 
So but you know what? When women break up with men like that, like he doesn't even need to have a small penis. We're just going to degrade him because for some reason we're always hurt when we feel degraded and used in the relationship and it didn't work out. And that's all the leverage we have against you is you had a small penis. Do you know how many of our friends are going to be interested in finding out if he actually does have a small penis? So I, I wouldn't take that to heart because now everyone is interested in your penis. <laughs> But not for the reasons they hope to have it. But you know, it's, it still goes back to what what uh, what what uh, Chad was saying about you know uh, instant gratification and narcissism. Is the penis very much is a symbol of narcissistic uh, gratification to to many many men? So it, it's very fitting to what he was saying from that quote. You know, the same, the same as the echo chamber of social media is the echo chamber of believing that we have a large penis because our girlfriend thinks so and we can brag about it to our friends. And then she publicly announces that you have a small dick. It destroys your world. You know well, what I mean? To women. women are lying, <laughs> evil, satanistic, demonic creatures. We will lie to you. Like, I don't even know how many women have told me we've we pulled the, oh, my God, it's so big line. On a guy that was not even that sufficiently huge. And yeah, after a breakup, you all have small penises. <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's just a standard uh, argument, guys. Don't, don't take it to heart. And seriously, seriously, exit the echo chamber. Live your own life and fuck what anybody else thinks. That, that's my point of view to it. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, that wraps it up. <laughs> <laughs> That wraps it up. Literally, all pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> pun intended. Actually, speaking of, remember, if you're going to go out and you know use your penis tonight, bring some protection with you. <laughs> <laughs> Always use protection. If you're going to masturbate, at least use a rubber glove. It's easier to clean up. <laughs> <laughs> use the tube sock. If I can. <laughs> <laughs> Now, fuck that. Some people have used tube socks so much that them things can get up and walk on their own. <laughs> Good lord, they stick to the wall afterwards. <laughs> Grab somebody's cum rag and it just sounds like a bunch of fucking uh, uh, papers being ripped in half and you try to bend it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. These are all things I have to look forward to with having a little boy. Good lord. <laughs> it's a common. Literally and figuratively. Oh, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Ugh. I guess we should end it there. I think it's over now. Okay, guys. <laughs> well, guys, if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you hit that thumbs up button, like, share, comment, subscribe. Check us out on Anchor FM slash R-O-T-M dash entertain. And, of course, you can find us at Realm Limits Entertainment on Spotify now. And, of course, guys, you can find us here every Monday night for Raised... Uh, Ah, Realm of the Mist podcast uh, every Monday night at uh, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tuesdays will now be devoted to uh, Venus and her It Had to Be Said show. Uh, I believe uh, we're going to continue to be 9, 9 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time for, for that, or is that still in? Hey, well, if, if, I mean, yeah, that's it's not, not really mandatory. I mean, shit happens, but no, yeah, just... we'll work around the times. Okay. We'll shoot for then. 
And, <laughs> and then, of course, don't forget also that we will have uh, War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast tomorrow night with host John Martoli as we dive into more of the women of Star Wars and we take a close uh, personal look at the mother of Princess Leia, Padme Amidala. So make sure you tune in for that. Ooh, sounds hot. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you so much, Chad Severin, for joining us tonight. Yeah, no problem at all. Been cool. Uh, if you want any stalkers, you can leave your personal information now so they can find you. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> they got your name. They can find you on Facebook. <laughs> I'm sad. I'm not sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And, yeah, you can find me on Facebook, Venus Chan, or my backup account, Solar Nova. Um... Skype is Venus Uncensored, Instagram Venus Uncensored, and Chris? Uh, you can find me on all the social medias under Christopher Michael Stolle, and of course you can find me right here on Realm of the Mist. Same. Alright. Okay, uh, now cut. Uh, <laughs> guys, thank you very much, and you have yourself a wonderful night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>